None. Dr. None, Gordon none, in the bathroom? None. I no. know you'd want to be chained to that toilet. Well. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Guides to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And we are keeping our audience appreciation rolling by doing some listener questions. It is the audience appreciation segment of the year. That's right. It's not the audience appreciation month. No. It's the audience appreciation two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Couple that's of all weeks. you got. That's what you get. Yeah. And we you get, get what upset. we get. We don't get upset. Thank that's you. right. Um, so we asked you to send us some questions and you certainly did so. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for everybody who sent something in. We probably won't get to everything in this episode, but if we don't, we'll do it again in the future. Absolutely. Um, I tried to kind of mix them up topic-wise and as far as where they came from. So I tried to be equitable in question distribution, and we'll see how it goes. So any complaints go right to Kristen. <laughs> Once right. again, you are the curator of yeah. all, mm-hmm. which I'm very impressed by. Thank you for uh, assembling Nothing to be impressed list. by, but you're very welcome. All right. We are going to kick it off for, for <laughs> with a question from your girl Ray from Instagram. Ray asked, who is that mysterious man standing behind you in your podcast pick? That is a good question. <laughs> yeah. So that mysterious man is a monster uh, drawn by artist Trevor Henderson. And we commissioned him to to put it into our picture. He very, very briefly, a couple of years ago, opened up commissions, I think just on Twitter, and we pounced on it. And, um, and we had him put him in there. So that's, that's all it is. There isn't really a backstory to that guy, but we just thought it would take a, like, kind of like a headshotty picture of ourselves and then show how oblivious we are to something terrifying lurking behind us in the wood. Yeah, that is the word, mm-hmm. oblivious. Yeah. Because we, we asked at best, I think we asked Trevor, we wanted something that looked a little ghostly. Mm-hmm. So we've got this sort of ghoulish figure yeah. back here with the deep set, you know, hollow eyes. Right. But what I really like, if you analyze our podcast artwork, mm-hmm. the way that album covers used to be like super yeah. deliberate in like the 70s or whatever, where it's like the bridges over water and water symbolizes peace. <laughs> right. Like if you look at this, our show is about spooky stuff. Yeah. But our logo is us smiling. Yep. Which might seem like an odd choice. Sure. And we're looking off into a different direction together. Yeah. As we look for the unknown, not realizing it's behind us. Yeah. And therefore, we probably should be scared, but we are oblivious, yep. um, vapid, vacant. Potentially in danger and clueless. And clueless. Yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. We are clueless. Yep. And uh, that, that is what I appreciate about our logo. But Trevor Henderson, you should follow on all social media. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Trevor Henderson's artwork. It, yeah, he's at Slimy Swamp Ghost, yes. if not his name some places. Uh, one of the cl- We covered some of Trevor Henderson's yes. work on this show previously when Kristen talked about the upside down face man, man? or the man with the upside down face. I think it's that, I the man with that. the upside down face. Uh, I think these days Trevor Henderson is best known as the creator of Siren Head. Yeah. Which is sort of a viral, mm-hmm. you know, horror figure that is really taken off online. Right. But Trevor Henderson seems uh, constantly busy. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, the last thing I want to say about our artwork is that um, this photo was taken in the exact same location where um, I uh, shot the end of Hunt a Killer's Blair Witch game. Yeah. So we are in. The Blair Witch's Woods. Right. We actually knew about, I, I, we've 
hiked in this area for a long time. Yeah. So I ended up pitching it as a location to hunt a killer. But so little did we know mm-hmm. that we were uh, taking our guide to the unknown, doing our little photo right. shoot in what, what would later become part of the Blair Witch's domain. That's true. Which I uh, love. I yeah. hid I hid a couple stick men there, by the way, after the shoot. I, I've always wondered oh, if they're cool. still there. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Um, also, a couple people have asked whether Will is as much – if he's really – so much taller than me as it looks like in this picture and i am sitting in this picture and he is standing i always make sure like any um you know uh, like talk show hosts do this their seats are somewhat elevated yeah of course i always make sure that i'm a bit higher than Kristen. even right. in the video version i'm always a solid head or so you can say taller than you it's there's a reason it's important for my ego <laughs> <laughs> but no he is taller than me but like you know I don't know, a few inches or whatever. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the next question is from Wyatt. They ask, who would you cast to play you in a movie or TV show? Um, And then secondarily, what is the scariest movie you've ever seen? Scariest movie I've ever seen. I don't know who would play me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. I you know I know this was asked on a previous listener question. I was going to say, and I was curious about what what we say whether it changes between. I won't. I won't look back and find out, but somebody might. Yeah, um, uh, Josh Gad was the first person that I thought of. <laughs> Josh Gad would play me. I Josh guess. Gad. Who played young Jack Black at the beginning of Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny? <laughs> Whoever that kid right? is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know who would play me. I don't know. Um. I don't know. The the only thing I can think of, and it doesn't even apply anymore in multiple ways, is Julia Stiles because people used to constantly tell me that I looked like Julia Stiles. Right. I don't think that really is as much of a thing anymore. Right. But I don't know. But I'll I'll leave it there. I don't know. I'll I'll put it this way. I don't think anybody would make a, mo- a movie of our lives. Yeah. Luckily, I think it's fine that we don't have an answer for this question because yeah. it's not on the horizon. I will say in the live chat right now. Mm-hmm. Which we're we're recording this live on youtube.com slash at GTTU pod. Yeah. Kat said Jack Black, presumably for me, and then Ray yeah. followed up and said Josh Gad for Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> what an honor. JR adds in, I think Will was cast with David Harbour. Oh last yeah. Time. I think you're right. That's high praise. I think I said that. Did you say that? I think I did. Why? Because I've got a widow's peak? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it could happen. I feel like there's like a similarity. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We gotta we gotta we gotta figure out uh Chrissy then. Feel everybody keep putting in the chat who you think needs to play Chrissy. <laughs> All right. Okay. We will move on. So what is the scariest movie you've ever seen? I mean, off the top, mm-hmm. the thing that I always go to just because it traumatized me was Psycho. Right. But is that really the scariest movie I've ever seen? Yeah. Then I think of The Grudge because Kayako yeah, seems to true. really, really, really got in my, there. Like heartstrings or my nightmare strings. Right. I don't know. Right. Um, <sighs> I think my most scared movie going experience was A Quiet Place. Oh. I was wound so tight. Watching a quiet place. I'm like, oh God, oh God, uh, uh, that's why am I doing this? Yeah. <clears throat> so that's up there for me. You know what? I remember when, um, Jigsaw came out. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, like, you and I went to go see it together. Yeah. And as it was beginning, I had a feeling where I was like, 
oh, I think I've made a mistake a by coming feeling. here. Yeah, yeah. Where I was like, I, I, I don't think I want to look I'm at all not this the mood. right now. Yeah, I totally get that. That was pretty close to being scared. Just that moment? Yeah. Because, yeah, the movie doesn't end up being like that. Like, I don't think we were like, it's an onslaught of like terrible things. Yeah. You know? I'm going to give it to something. Okay. I'm going to give it to uh, El Orfanato. Okay. Have you ever seen this movie? Yes. Devastating. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it is simultaneously scary and it will tear your soul apart. You ever it, seen Brahms? Heart the boy? Brahms. You ever seen him? Brahms. Brahms. That's the sound I make. <laughs> yeah. Get a little indigestion. One cheek squeak. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, um, I think I'm gonna give it to uh, El Orfanato. Okay. It really freaked me out when I first saw it, and then Alan and I, I would that. watch it basically yearly. Yeah. I don't think I can ever see it again now that I have a. Child. Yeah, I know. I remember you watched it a lot. I thought it was like a work of art. No, it is really good. The orphanage but... is what that is in Spanish. I uh, highly, highly, highly recommend. Yeah. yeah, it is really good. But I've seen it. It was a one and done for me. Yeah. But it is a great movie. So wait, what was yours? A the, quiet oh, the, place. A quiet place. Did you see the quiet place too? Yes. How did that? Do. It didn't freak me out as much. I watched it at home, first of all. Okay. I think it only came out at home, maybe, if I maybe. remember correctly. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, I don't really remember. I think I liked it. Did yeah. you see it? Didn't see it. I didn't think I liked it. it, but I just remember um a quiet just all the tension and everything of a quiet place was like killing me. Quiet place gets under your skin. Oh boy. Yeah, for it's real. also hard to chew your popcorn because it's so quiet in there. <laughs> now that's a quiet place. Yeah. The movie theater. That's right, because you have to like so slowly like crunch i know while while john krasinski is doing that silence hand <laughs> open fingered silence hand yep <sighs> there yeah all right it's as a we really move on, loose pointer while we move on to the next question i want to do a casting chrissy check of the chat here okay um ray says can definitely see julia styles okay rihanna the rihanna oh excellent uh says uh melissa mccarthy Okay. 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 Um, yeah, we've got another, we've got a plus one for Julia Stiles from Cat. Mm-hmm. Um, who is the main actress from the show Girls? Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. Okay. Uh, if she ever wears glasses, she could play Chrissy. <laughs> and Amy Sedaris oh, from Finn. I mean, Finn. That's the answer. Man, Allie and I watched a few episodes of Strangers with Candy the other night. <laughs> yeah, it's so Holy good. Holy shit. <laughs> It's incredible. It's incredible. Okay. Uh, So this is from JD. They asked, as a person who has lived his entire life within four hours of where I was born, I'm curious how moving a few times in your adolescence affected you. What were some positive and negatives to the experiences? So we did a call for, I I wrote horror, personal, anything. So there are actually a lot of personal questions. Great. I really want to get a look under the hood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And give everyone a look under the hood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it was very challenging. It was challenging. It was very, very challenging. I, you know, I'm so glad we ended up in New Jersey. Wow. You love, you love New Jersey. Well, yeah, and I love who we've met, and I yeah, love, uh-huh. like, yeah, I love our lives here. I do. <clears throat> um, but moving twice, I was 13 and 16, and Will was 11 and 14, was super, super hard, I think, on our whole family, yeah. and I didn't like it. However, you know, shit happens. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? 
And, you know, you get through it. There are sometimes just challenging things that have to happen in life. And I understand that. And you can get through it. And so it's just one of those things. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I think that uh, for a number of reasons, you and I um, grew up a little fast at times or had old reference points Mm -hmm. at times. Our father was born in 1934. He was 49 when you were born, 52 when I was born. Mm -hmm. So we grew up sort of like having reference points that were a little uh, off the beaten path. Yeah. I think that made it hard for me to connect with other kids. (laughs) Yeah. If I'm being honest. Yeah. uh, As much as I enjoy it. Sure. Um, But also moving, I think, uh, gave us a world weariness. Mm -hmm. Um, At least it did for, I don't want to speak for you, I guess. No, I I got. I very quickly got. Uh, angry and jaded yeah. and like uh, started insisting that I'd already had um, uh, a midlife crisis at 17 because uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't know anybody anymore. I was like, I, yeah. I don't really have a childhood and, and I, I'm just older now. Now I'm an adult in this place. I don't really know yeah. w- w- what's going on. Yeah. And also when we moved to New Jersey, I had been an honor roll student my whole life. And that was sort of the identity that came with me. Mm-hmm. So like when we moved to Missouri, I was on the honor roll and I got like one of those little school awards for it. And then we moved to New Jersey. That was all I had was like, I'm a smart kid. And literally during my intake in uh, East Brunswick, New Jersey, somebody said to me, well, we're going to put you in like, you know, standard classes. And I went, no, I I, want to try the honor roll stuff still. I I can do it. I've, I've got all that stuff. And they literally said to me in the room, you won't be able to keep up. Yeah. It's crazy. And I very distinctly remember that as a moment where I was like, I didn't know how to push back. Mm -hmm. I was a kid, and that was the moment that I essentially went, oh, this is all horseshit. Yeah, your psyche split. And yeah, it was a big big rough period of time for me to figure out, well, then what what am I? Yeah. Uh, If I'm not smart. Yeah, right. It was what I thought I had. I had no such problem. I totally ate shit in school (laughs) my entire school career. I was always on the verge of failing everything. Yeah. I didn't have that experience, but definitely, definitely very challenging. Very challenging. Yes. But again, to your point where we ended up and the life that we have sort of like cultivated is so positive Mm -hmm. and and good that like I'm, I'm very much on that train of like. You know, you can't change the past anyway. What are you going to do? It all right. led us to here. So yeah. in that sense, it was great. Yeah, Because right. I, I feel very happy about my life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's all it's all what you make of it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, so this next question is from Jed. Switching gears. Real gear switch. If you were an ancient being slash elder god, what would your subjects have to do to appease you? Oh, my God. How would they anger you? And what punishment would they receive or misfortune would befall them? Oh, no. And Jed also adds that if you describe what you look like as an ancient being, I'll try to draw you. Oh, shit. This is Jed Warden. (laughs) Yeah, I know. This this is Jed Warden, who's uh, an an incredible artist. Yes. And sent us a book. Look on the Guide to the Unknown YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jed sent us a book that he wrote, which was fantastic. Read the whole thing, Jed, immediately. And it was terrific. Yes, so cool. (laughs) Um, The Hermit Crab story. Yeah. (laughs) is terrifying. I have to give it to you now. Yeah, right. I have to see it. Um, All right. Okay. You, you want to go first? How, how do you? No, you you go <clears throat> first. How do your subjects appease you? Bring me soft things. Soft things. What does that mean? Soft drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Make me as comfortable and mushy as possible. 
Wow. Okay. I want your best blankets. Mm-hmm. I want your greatest pillows. Uh, let's get a fan going. I want lots of air circulation, and yet I'm under things to warm myself. Yes, that is This nice. is how they appease me and make offerings to me to keep themselves safe. You're going to starve. <laughs> gonna starve well, you know, they also will bring me food. Is it all soft foods? All of it. I don't know. Well, what do I look like? Let's think about it for a second. Yeah. How are my teeth doing as an elder god? No, they're good. They're good. So yeah. it doesn't have to be all soft foods because I like a crunch. I like Doritos, as crunch. we know. Yeah. Um, maybe some bugles. I, you know what? I never buy bugles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never think of them. But so if my subjects bring them to me, I'd be like, oh my God, that's right, bugles. Oh my God, you guys are so thoughtful. Oh my God, you guys are so nice. <laughs> I put them on all of my elder god fingers. Nom, nom, nom. Ah. Uh, so that's going on. And then how would they anger me and what punishment would befall them? How would they anger me? What makes me angry? Not walking their dog on a leash. Don't like that. Yeah, that's like a sin. So you yeah. you you almost have like the seven deadly sins. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Definitely, it might just be a couple. Not walking your dog on a leash. I'm pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you do that, the misfortune that will befall you is classic. I throw you in a hole. Oh, that is a classic. That's a great one. I have like a huge pit somewhere near me. Do they die? Eventually, yeah. In the hole. Yeah. Wait, so they don't die when they hit the bottom. They live. Right. Until. Until they finally die. That's even worse. Yep. Because <laughs> eventually they're landing on each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not right. Okay. It's not good. It's not but... good, but that's what that's Elder God stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you're nice to me, you don't have to worry about it. Yes. So yeah, leash your dog, you'd be all good. Um, what else makes you mad? Not sure. I think I think for me, I would require um constant praise. <laughs> constant praise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. You're just gonna make sure everybody out there knows your love language. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would I would uh, tell a story. Mm-hmm. I would be like a bard or something. As an elder god? Yeah. Okay. Like I think that I've like come down to live on this earth and they don't know who walks among them. Right. I guess I think of Elder Gods being like huge. Right. Oh, right. So I have to be more like Bender and Futurama when like he had all the that like colony of people living on him. I don't know that, but know that. sure, yeah. They think he's God, and they're just living on his big robot tummy. Oh, okay. all right. So that's me. I'm, I, I'm, I think of an Elder God as being some sort of like giant thing, like rising from. Okay. You know, it's like primordial. My head is the planet. Okay. And I tell stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they have to offer me praise. Yeah. And wherever like the chasm is, that's my mouth. Yeah. You know, they have to throw food in there. They have to throw okay. like pizzas in there and stuff. Right. Yeah, that sounds great. But if they, if they listen to a story that mm-hmm. I just told them and then they just go like, huh, but that's a typo or something like they, like <laughs> one small thing without couching it correctly, without using the mm-hmm. Oreo method or whatever. Yeah. Um, I eat them. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 eat, I eat them. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. This next one is from Carolyn. It's from Carolyn Gurk, another amazing artist that Hell you could yeah. look up. It's G-E-R-K. Carolyn asks, what is a horror series, franchise, or film that hasn't been redone or revamped that you would like to see updated and by whom? Something you think could really be better now. That's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Weirdly, what just came to mind. Oh, you know what? It has been redone. Never mind. Something that has not been redone. I've got one. I was going to well, say Black yeah. Christmas. Oh, uh, uh, they the keep original, doing it. I know. The original is kick ass. I know. Um, 
but so that's not good. But go ahead. I was gonna say who done it? The show. Oh, the reality show. Oh, would love right. I, of course, I, it's so simple. It right? has like, such potential. I suppose I should be saying you know some you know horror movie that uh-huh. I feel like, and who would be in charge of it? Me, me, me. Moi. But I just ha- got such a kick out of watching this reality show. Christy, Christy covered it on your on your spinoff on right. um, Dearly Departed Pop. Yep. Um, it was a, a, a reality show where a bunch of strangers are invited to a mansion. They don't realize one of them is a killer. Mm-hmm. Every episode, they have to find clues to figure out who the killer is. The person who is the most off the mark is killed by the killer. Right. And so there were episodes of the show where, like, you know, somebody was killed at the end of the last episode, and the next episode opens with their autopsy. Yeah, it's the per- it's the real person, the real contestant of the game, laying on, on an autopsy table with special effects makeup, just, like, trying not to, like, twitch their nose. It, it was awesome. It was, it was awesome. Awesome. But they made it so campy, which I sort yeah. of think you have to do a little bit. But- they made it fun. And also because... The premise itself is just, like, somewhat shaky. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, why treat it with seriousness and mm-hmm. then make that even more glaring? Yeah. True. True. Yeah. I I, uh, I think that would be a lot of fun to to see. I would love to see that. Yeah. I loved that show. To that end, I would love to see Rock of Love reboot. Oh, my God. <laughs> if we're talking reality show. Oh, you know what? It was Daisy of Love. Daisy of Love? Yes. Okay. Um, Daisy was a a runner up on, I think, season two of Rock of Love. Yeah. And it really seemed like he was going to go with her. And so it was a real shock. And then she got her spinoff Daisy of Love. Right. But still, Rock of Love now, I would like to see. Really? Who would this be? Who's a rock star like that? Oh, it can't, it's not going to be Brett Michaels or whatever? Oh, I would take it. Sure. I, that's what I just figured, because he was the original. Well, I guess I was thinking a revamp. It must be somebody else. It has to be somebody new. A new Rock of Love with... Is Adam it, Levine. I know. Is it somebody who is, like, of the... A known Lothario. Oh, is he a known Lothario? William, do you not know, not know about his text messages from, like, a few months ago? Kristen. William! No. I don't look at this shit the way that you No, do. but it was everywhere. I don't look at the it, same kind no, of crap no, as no, you. No, 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 no. It was everywhere. Okay, he's married, by the way, with a kid. Okay. Not good. And he He's was, married to a kid? <laughs> with a kid. Okay. Not good. And he was DMing ladies left and right. And then they were showing the DMs. And people were making memes of them. So, like, there was one that said, like... F word, gonna need to see the booty. <laughs> like, so people would be putting like pirate's booty as the picture before that. Okay. Or yeah. like whatever. All right. Um, I can't believe you don't know about that. Who is that? That was the most famous one. Was... I want to know who the original Lothario was. Is this like a, a biblical name? reference? Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. Hank Lothario? <laughs> like, who was that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry to not have been completely tuned into what you were saying. <laughs> I got. I started trying to figure out who Lothario was. Is Lothario? I, I anyone? think I did see those memes. It I think I did. Was, was one of them? Girl, your body is insane. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, and and like people would like put in like, <laughs> like the like the mother from Barbarian or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, I don't think that happened at the same time, so it probably wasn't that. Right. Um, but still, yes, I, yeah, I feel like you couldn't be like on that. the internet I, I think I, and escape. I think I knowing did. about the Adam Levine. Thing. I think I did see that stuff. Yeah. Oh boy, it was wild. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any other franchises that haven't been touched. 
I know. And that the problem is they've all been goddamn touched. <laughs> I know. Another what? horror, I mean, a horror series. You know, we talked about other things, but she did say horror. You know what? It's worth noodling for just a moment whether there is anything. I'll, I'll, uh, this is sort of a cheat because they did do a reboot of it that flopped. Go ahead. Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. I'm shocked that there has not been another one. And I feel like this is something that periodically I've I've brought up that mm-hmm. like, I, I don't think there's been a better time to do a yeah. Freddy Krueger story than right, right, right. now. Um, I have thought of Wait, like, why do you think that? That there hasn't been a better time? Um, because effects have just gotten so good. Okay. Right? Like the last time that we saw Freddy Krueger was 2009 and the effects were, the effects were totally good, but it was just not one of the like very dreamlike imaginative ones. It was mm-hmm. like a gritty... Yeah. Makes you want to take a shower. Movie. Did you see Rooney Mara talking about that this week? No. She said that she almost quit acting after that movie because she had such a horrible experience. Whoa. And then David Fincher like talked her into doing Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and she just like really connected him. So she wanted to do it. And then she was like, I'm okay. Holy but she said it was just like a horrendous acting experience. It is. That is a mis- a truly miserable movie yeah and like every you know every interpretation of the word it, it is it is ugly to look at mm-hmm. it is depressing to to pay attention to yeah um it is it is a slog and a half yeah i'm not surprised to hear that yeah it's a bummer totally she said even like it was just from the start like yeah. she wasn't happy in the audition process and she said she walked away from her audition being like crap i got that role it's hollow yeah that is a hollow movie and she felt like she had it and then i guess decided to do it for you know whatever reason it's a job whatever yeah. but then it was a completely miserable experience yeah i'm not even that big a freddy fan mm-hmm. I, I don't think i've seen all the movies which is weird for me to seen say any of them you've never seen one of them no that can't be true oh that's not true i've seen freddy versus jason yeah, all right that's one of the better ones <laughs> i've <laughs> it, never seen the original it is. I, um, uh, Freddie, I, I just think of as like, you don't get anything like this today where somebody's laughing at you. Yeah. A killer who's laughing at you. Cackling. You know, and like completely warping reality around you. Right. Like, I just think it's so gonzo. It mm-hmm. could be the new Pennywise. It could yeah. be the new it, you right. know? So it would be, I think, I think Friday, uh, a nightmare on Elm street is my answer and, uh, I'd want to write it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I found a good one. Yeah. April Fool's Day. Have oh. you ever seen that before? I know it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I feel like that would be a fun one to remake. I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Especially the ending. I know, but I wonder if people would. I know they would, yeah. but I liked it. Yeah, okay. And so I'm curious about what we could do. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's we? You and me. A Guide to the Unknown production? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Totally. We're the fools. That's right. <laughs> okay, this is from Jupson. Yeah. Uh, they said, I have a couple. One, if you had to pick one piece of media that changed your life, be it book, movie, show, band, song, director, whatever, what would that be? Scream. And two, uh, yeah. And two, do you have any recurring but not real locations in your dreams? That's interesting. That's interesting. The answer to one is is not even joking. Scream. I feel like it like yeah. unlocked something in my head. Mm-hmm. It's it's probably that, and like mm-hmm. honestly, it's probably that in Clerks. Yeah, where I was like Kevin Smith literally was just like working in a convenience. I know it's been said to death, but like he literally was working in a convenience store. I know store. it's so cool. And then was like, I, but I I know that I'm someone else. I want I want to make move and just did it. Yeah, just goddamn did it. Nobody mm-hmm. was asking him to. He just went for it. And, yeah. like, 
I don't know. Uh, that that is a, a, a an energy that I think we should all try to capture. Yeah. Um, and no, scream awesome. just for the the pure like it hit me at the exact right time in my life. Mm-hmm. This was it came out right when we moved to Missouri. So we had moved once. Well, actually, it it came out while we still lived in Connecticut because all my friends were seeing it. Oh, is that right? And I didn't get to go for some reason. I don't know what. You They'd even young. seen it multiple times. But oh, it was really? the friends my same age. Hmm. They'd even seen it multiple times. I don't know if it was we're in the midst of a move or something. Maybe. Um, but I think I associate with Missouri then because I didn't see it in theaters. I was 10. I didn't see – no, I didn't see it in theaters either. You know, so maybe, yeah. maybe it's, I'm just associating when it came to tape. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And I was able to see it. But like – that was something that I bonded over new friends with. Yeah. And it was something that just like for the time absolutely terrified me and amused me and made my brain work. Not only the 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 revelation of what a whodunit is mm-hmm. and how it can tick, which I still love to this day, um, but the twist of two killers, which at that time nobody had thought of yeah nobody at least presented it that way mm-hmm. um and it was just so it was truly revolutionary for me yeah um and made me want to be a writer and yeah. it and uh, you know uh, obsessing over scream got me my first writing job mm-hmm. it's scream yeah i think for me it's unsolved mysteries mm. because i started watching that when i was like really young i would sneak back downstairs after we were supposed to be in bed and turn on unsolved mysteries and I was just like so wrapped up in the mystery yeah. of it all and just realized I love this kind of thing and like not knowing. And it was a lot of my exposure to like paranormal stuff and finding that really exciting. Yeah. So I feel like that was my first like foray into the kind of entertainment that I've now always loved. That's like now carried you mm-hmm. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> into like producing entertainment that's right. vaguely right inspired by a show like that yeah but also like for you like that's like that's not just a show that's a whole vibe oh like being yeah. alone in the middle of the night totally. that tv being probably the only illumination in the room mm-hmm. right like yeah that's a place you want to be no it was awesome get back to yeah. yeah and they luckily on lifetime ran like multiple unsolved mysteries episodes like per night it ruled it was always on mm-hmm. it was constantly on yeah 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 that's great um, All right, so so locations in your dreams right. that recur but aren't I real. I don't have no. that. I do, but I think it's it's maybe a cheat. Okay. I sort of have two. I still constantly have a dream where um uh I'm getting ready to get on a plane to come home. Mm-hmm. I've already flown to wherever I am now. Yeah. But now it's all about getting on the plane to get back to New Jersey. And the flight is going to be like 14 hours. Uh-huh. And it's like the anticipation of claustrophobia is what yeah. the dream is. It's the anxiety of, oh, my God, this is going to suck. It's not even being in it. Mm-hmm. It's the dread. Yeah. Um, and I have that dream uh, constantly. It, it, it's um, – so it's all about the airplane. Again, I'm not in it. Again, mm-hmm. sort of a cheat. And the other one is – um east brunswick high school yeah like, like east brunswick schools let me down i guess <laughs> i don't know this one plays on me a lot um being in a very specific part of the school but realizing like i don't recognize these did they add on new hallways and i yeah. get lost in there oh man that happens all the time oh really yeah all the time i don't really have um recurring dreams or nightmares as much as i used to for um a long time and i think i haven't really had it 
too regularly in a while, I would still have dreams about working in a salon and I mm. would just be managing my time incorrectly in the salon. Uh. I'd be like doing somebody's highlights and be like, oh my God, Jan is sitting there waiting for me to do her haircut and just like freaking out. Um, but it hasn't happened in a while. Yeah, anxiety. Yeah. Okay. So this next question is from Eric. Eric asks, what is your favorite horror video game and what's your favorite Ghost Adventures episode? Hmm. Horror video game, straight up, is that Silent Hills PT mm-hmm. demo. I just think it's like wildly inventive. We played it a couple of times. It's on our Patreon. Yeah. Um, uh, it is, I think, one of the greatest horror things ever made. Ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever. So I'm going to try to come up with something a little more inventive okay. than that. Okay. But do you, do you have one? I mean, I haven't played like a load of different video games and even fewer horror video games. Um, but I really, really enjoyed the Walking Dead video games. Yeah. Um, that are like, you know, they're all, I think they're only on mobile. Um, no, they came out on systems. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're fun. They're, it's kind of really just like playing like a choose your own adventure game with like extremely mild combat. Um, but they were fun. They, they were atmospheric and they mm-hmm. were great stories to get like lost in yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm totally down with that. Yeah. I think, I think outside of PT, as silly as it is to say, it's probably Luigi's Mansion. Oh, yeah. That is a fun game. Uh, which is very like Ghostbusters y. Yes. Maybe Ghostbusters, the video game. That's which true. Which was fantastic. And it's basically That's a third true. Ghostbusters movie. But they're just I like, didn't tell you. I watched all of those scenes that you had sent me it was awesome it's great right mm-hmm. yeah it's l- it's literally written with input from dan Aykroyd. yeah and um harold ramus and it and bill murray's in it like the, the, in- the entire crew is there mm-hmm. um except for sigourney weaver who right. later said she regretted not signing on she didn't know what the whole deal was yeah yeah but it played at the time like ghostbusters 3 right since been retconned by ghostbusters afterlife of course but whatever Ghostbusters, the video game, and Luigi's Mansion, which is you just walk around environments, destroy the environments as you catch ghosts. Yeah. A lot of environmental storytelling, getting into the backstories of the ghosts that you're hunting, that that sort of stuff. I really enjoy. Yeah. Yep. Super cool. Um, okay. Do you have a favorite Ghost Adventures episode? Can you remember anything? I don't want to shock you. No. I, <laughs> I, I have, know. I, I have no recollection. They I, all blend together. I'm struggling. I mean, I have to say what's at the top because we just did it, like top of mind. We just did it on Patreon was this episode where he invested, investigated Holly Madison's house, who is his girlfriend. And I'm also thinking of it because I only just saw today a comment that our friend Liz Sauer made, who is the creator of Ghosts in the Burbs, talking about how funny it is that a member of the team, Jay, rolls down a hill while trying to get away from a bobcat. And I, too, really enjoyed that. It's, it's insane. So I guess I'll just go ahead and say that. I think for me, it might be, um, uh, a toss up between, you know, I have, I have, a, I have a legit one. Uh, it's not an episode of the show. It's their movie Demon House. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where, uh, it's the explanation for why Zach needs glasses. Quite something. Um, and also there's a man. Oh, that man. It's so not nice to say. And I don't know what became of this man. I don't know what don't happened know. to this man. I don't know if I should even say it, but. I'm gonna. I mean, there's there's a man <laughs> in the <laughs> there's a man in the movie who I guess is Zach's friend. <laughs> he's like you know a fellow, he's like a much older guy who's yeah. just like completely normal he comes as to opposed like, to Zach looking like he does. You know, yeah, he comes to investigate the demon house for like five minutes. Yeah, and then basically, like the next time we see him, it smash cuts to him in a hospital bed, and he's like, 
So I got sick. Is it the demon? I don't know. He says something funny. He's like, so my organs shut down. It's like... <laughs> like something like that. And we were like, whoa! All your organs? And it's implied that it was from being in the demon house. Which is which screwed up Zach's eyes and now he has to wear glasses everywhere he goes. Right, it gave him prismatic vision. And I don't believe... So his eyes are like he's seeing through a prism. I can't imagine. Everything he sees is rainbows. It's all the Pink Floyd cover. Yeah, yeah. I, um... <laughs> And again, you know, I'm a cynic and maybe it's just unkind, but I don't believe, I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was very funny to me. To, Nor do I. Yep. The jump cut, as, the, as awful as it is, is very funny. That All per- my organs shut down. That particular cut absolutely killed us. Oh my God, we almost died. Oh, it's so funny. Demon house. Demon house. All right. Well, speaking of ghost adventures and speaking of the Netherworld Dispatch, we're yeah. going to take just a little break to make sure you know what that even is. Yeah. The Netherworld Dispatch is our second podcast that comes out weekly and is available on patreon.com slash gttupod. We have a number of different tiers that you can join to help support the show. The highest tier, the demon tier, is the one that gets weekly episodes. But we also have tiers where you can get episodes bi-weekly or once a month. You can choose just whatever works for you and your finances slash interest level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've uh, the most recent episode is episode ninety one, mm-hmm. which is wild. Literally any tier you join, you're gonna get like dozens yeah. of episodes. Um but this episode was called Nightmarish Net Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. We looked at the trailer for the new Evil Dead Rise movie. Um, we looked at some like old horror stuff that I used to look yeah. at on the internet a million years like ago. Like E-Bombs World stuff. Yeah. I played a, a a a Korean horror comic for Kristen that made her jump. Yes. Which was great. Um, super, super fun episode. Go check it out. Um, and, uh, also, uh, the Netherworld Dispatch should have a fresh look in your, uh, in your podcast feeds. Yes, that's uh, right. Brand new logo, which brings me to my next point. Mm-hmm. As this episode drops, it's Friday the 13th. Yes. Woo! Ow! So we decided to celebrate mm-hmm. by putting out a bunch of new merch. Yeah, we're going to put up some new merchandise. It should be there as this episode drops on Friday. Uh, it's it's some of the best of yeah. our, our episode artwork, which right. most people probably haven't even seen. No, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, um, you know, you probably haven't seen it. If you follow us on social media, it's what we put up to promote each episode. But Will has done an amazing job over the years of doctoring us into crazy scenarios. Yeah. So for this first batch, and if they're successful, maybe we'll keep going. But for this first batch, I've pulled some uh, photos from episodes that I really, really liked. So, for example, the cover of our Silent Hill episode yep. where I erased my face so my entire head is just a fleshy mound <laughs> and Kristen is in a uh, a window and has her eye gouged out and it says gouge it out which is a reference to Silent Hills PT mm-hmm. we're talking about favorite horror games uh here's the MK Ultra cover where Kristen's shooting laser beam eyes into my brain yep <laughs> what else have we got here I did a hand-drawn version of our cover art at some point because the video screwed up yeah. So I drew us, which I don't draw, but I think is kind of cool. Looking. Did a great job. I mean, did you like trace us or did you just draw? Let's just say it's freehand. It sounds more impressive. Than tracing. No, tracing. I would not be able to do that. Um, here's uh, Kristen and me as uh, Simpsons characters for when we did uh, our episode about how the Simpsons predicted yeah. everything. Uh, probably a legal gray area here. Let's all just be cool. Unsure. Uh, and then I love this one. This one we're all yeah. good on. This is when we talked about um, seances and stuff. Yep. Um, and it's uh, Kristen 
uh, having an out-of-body experience while I am spewing ectoplasm. Yeah, it's awesome. It is so cool. Yeah. I'm pumped. Uh, Tea Public, you know, you can put these on anything, a notebook, a, a shirt, a mask, whatever <laughs> whatever you want. Right. So they'll be in t-shirt form, in stickers, all kinds of stuff over there. You can go to tpublic.com slash user slash GTTU pod to peruse and see if you're into anything. Yeah. And happy Friday the 13th. Happy Friday the 13th, everybody. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to a question from Barb. Barb asks, what saw trap do you feel like you could survive? <laughs> oh, God. None. Uh, man. I'm trying. So let me think. Are of there any? Traps. I honestly, I'm like, oh, let me think of saw traps. None. Even I'm a just huge wuss. Saw one. There's the the uh, guy in a barbed wire pit and he gets his tummy cut open. That one's There's so funny a, to me. a nude man covered in goo walking on broken. Glass. Oh, that's what I mean. That's funny to me because it does like a weird zoom in on him. He's creeping around yeah, like yeah, yeah. Scrooge with yes. his little <laughs> like candle holder. Yeah, you know. <laughs> none. Doctor Gordon none, in the bathroom. None. No. I know you'd want to be chained to that toilet. Well. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get out of the trap. That's why the answer is none. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. You would just sit there. Cuddle up in my favorite place. I'm yeah. fine. I yeah. found the key. We can get out. That's okay. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> my hand's resting on my stomach. <laughs> that's fine. That's a great image. You just looking peaceful in that bathroom. <laughs> that's cra- Like your feet out in front of you, ankles crossed. <laughs> Relaxing. That's great. With that ankle chain on one of them. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, and now I'm trying to flash forward to Saw 2, that pit full of needles. Now, <laughs> oh, the one that everyone complains is really easy to get out of. What? I think her, her name is Allison in Saw 2. She puts her hands up into a box, and these openings oh, uh-huh. have, like, scissory things that slide shut if you try to pull your arm right, out. Right, right. If you put both hands right. through, you're screwed. <clears throat> Especially if nobody's around to help you. Yeah. If you just put one hand in at a time, your other hand can hold open the scissor mechanism. Yeah. And you can get your antidote or whatever. I would survive that. I don't know if I would. <laughs> I think I'd be too twitchy and weird. You've seen the like, movie. Ah! And you've seen the movie and even you, you just, oh, I got this. I'm putting both hands in. Probably. You big idiot. <laughs> Can't you think of something else with that where I'm like, oh, sure. And oh, I, well, we've all done things like that where you're like, I did the one thing I'm not supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, but even, I would just be too nervous even trying to hold open the mechanism with the one hand. Right. I'd be like. <laughs> you just have a heart attack. Probably. <laughs> From scared. Think about twitchy and weird I was when we went to that psychic and I was like oh I uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what episode was that that was awesome Kristen I think it's was called so nervous. Mystic Chrissy you were so anxious to interact with anyone you were like I, I, what What did I and you you parked on the lawn or whatever well to be fair we both were it didn't look like that was it didn't the situation look, it didn't look like that wasn't really I still but... stare at every time I drive by they put plants there now Oh, re- I that would have that would have kept they us off. Should. Oh, yeah. so awesome! Yeah, but no, I, I just got all nervous, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, uh, I was like trying to figure out whether <laughs> yeah. to like put the keys back in the car. Yeah. Or... Hello, fellow human. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so flipping out. Imagine how nervous I would be in a saw situation. That's so I would absolutely, absolutely, accidentally deploy the trap on my arm. Be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Pushes into touch angle. <laughs> 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 The damnedest Unless thing. Unless my new effectser really does its job. I think that it's probably in the cards <laughs> that the thing closes on my hand. It's just the craziest thing, Detective Matthews. She could have gotten out. <laughs> Seems that she stood here alive for quite some time. 
we we recovered footage from the room. Sick bastard was watching them all. She <laughs> seemed like she was going to get out of it, but then she just sort of twitched and Didn't. flailed. Yeah. Well, Detective Matthews, we plum don't know. <laughs> Our forensics show that she started crying before anything actually happened. We can't make heads or tails of it. What did you cry? Without question. Oh, oh God. Shit. All, right. All right. So this next question <sighs> is from, again, your girl Ray. Uh, Ray asks, overall, does GTTU feel more like a job or a hobby? Or is it a way of life? Oh, I love that third option. Yeah, me too. Um, I would not call it a hobby. Yeah. Um, no. I consider it to be a part of like a job. Yeah, totally. It's like a bit. part-time job. But like a job that I love. It does yeah. not feel like work. No, that's the only way that it would feel kind of hobby-esque because it doesn't feel like a, you know, yeah. like a hard grind job. Right. Um, it feels like, oh, it's, it's fun, but I get to do this and we do get some money from it. So oh, I no. suppose that makes it a job somewhat. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I think, so. I think it's okay to enjoy your work. Yeah. I, I put a lot of, um, uh, we, we put a lot of hours into making Definitely. this show, like beyond what you mm-hmm. hear when you like hit play on an episode. Oh yeah. Um, like, yeah, this is like an important part of my life. Yeah. In that yeah. way, maybe it is sort of like a way of life. Like I, I don't ever want to stop doing this shit. Right, you know right. I mean? Yeah. It does feel like a job, but it does feel like more than that. The the line is blurred. Yeah. So yeah, way of life, I suppose. Way of life slash job. Yeah. And I would love for it to become more so. Oh god, yeah. Patreon.com slash GTTU pod. Yes. Share the show. Spread yes, the word. Please. We're here because we love it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. this is here's the thing. This is a job that we could quit if we wanted to. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We're not dependent on it the right. way that you might be on most jobs. Right, right. Uh, we're here because we love doing this. Yeah, totally. Um, and so, yeah, tell people that we're having a good time, mm-hmm. everybody. I, I, I really I love doing the show, and I, I love interacting with all of you. Yeah, I do too. Make us yeah. dependent on it, please. Yeah, I would love to be dependent on it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the next question is from Madison. Tell me the story of Molly and Crumbs, please, and Buffy if you want. So Molly and Crumbs are our dogs who are siblings, Mm -hmm. and we adopted them, obviously, from the same litter um, at the same time. Nigh 10 years ago. That's right. We're coming coming up up on their 10th birthday. Yep. Um, Who was looking for a dog first? I think um, at a certain point, when Allie and I first moved in together, we didn't have... A dog. Right. And I, it was the first time I'd ever not had a dog. Yeah. And so the second that Allie and I moved in, we were like, count down to whenever we're stable enough. Yeah, you were. I think it was us. Yes, because we Ryan and I were not in a great position to get a dog, but we decided to do it because we knew the long run right. would be so cool. You made you made a dogs. wise investment. Yes. I think. Yes. Um, but yeah, Al and I and we weren't planning to pull the trigger. I think we got Molly a little earlier than what we'd ever planned to do. We planned to like maybe establish ourselves for like a year mm-hmm. a year of no dog which yeah. would be a bummer but right. we were going to try to like live together and figure out our life and then and then be able to have mm-hmm. a pet yeah and take care of it um but somebody at Allie's work um fosters animals yeah and said hey we just got a litter of puppies from atlanta and i'm looking for a home for them now we've rescued dogs all mm-hmm. our life yeah and I've, I would always be like, I'd love to have a puppy, but I'm not going to go to a pet store. I'm not going to support right. that. I want to rescue a dog. Well, here was a puppy to rescue. Yeah. So I think we shared it with you guys. 
made a couple mm-hmm. of trips to to see them. Yeah. Um, they sent us some videos, which I oh have like God. since like stabilized and yeah. tightened up. Like we've got footage of Molly and Crumbs as babies together before they came home. They're so adorable. Went to go see them and then eventually uh, uh, brought them both back and uh yeah they've gotten to know each other their whole lives and still get to see each other pretty frequently yeah it's amazing which is really nice and pretty unique yeah it definitely is it's such a nice situation and yeah ryan and i didn't live together yet but we were going to be soon so it actually wasn't great timing for us to get a dog it's like we're gonna split him between our places and whatever but because we were like oh they have sibling dogs that is so neat like when else is that going to come up it wasn't that far off from when ryan and i were going to be moving in together Mm -hmm. so we decided to go for it and we did just we split his time between ryan's apartment and mine because ryan and i only lived like three blocks apart from each other so i would walk crumbs over to his place he'd walk him back and it was very cute i remember that being really cute because i also remember a couple times going over to ryan's place where his roommates were like been like oh hey crumbs like like talking to their buddy basically (laughs) and then crumbs moved out of his apartment (laughs) yeah to live with his mom and dad (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. like it's it's, it's very cute i know it's very cute but molly is very uh scrappy and Mm -hmm. plucky yeah and crumbs is very sedentary yes he is and hungry yeah (laughs) (laughs) hungry boy crumbs has epilepsy yeah um so he has seizures every three weeks or so and he has since he was one. Yeah. So he is on heavy medication. He's what? on Met how many pills per day? One in the morning and at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. It is one, two, three, four, five, six twice a day, and then one in the middle. So six in the morning, six at night, mm-hmm. and one in the middle of the day. Yeah, and it's four different medications, and yeah. he's on the highest level of all of them. And because... you have to watch this guy like a goddamn hawk. Yeah. Uh, there is no better home for a dog with this <laughs> intensive epilepsy know, to like, end up in. I, I, I think he he got the honey pot. <laughs> I, know. I know. Honestly, thank God, because yeah. he is very, it's tough. It's tough. But um, I'm glad that we are able to take care of him the way we can. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he is extremely sedentary because partially, partially what he right. would be like. Who knows? Who knows? But um, he is heavily tranked, basically. Yes, he's drugged. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he's a love. We he love him. He is incredibly sweet. Yeah. Um, Zoe, famously, like a year ago, we went oh. up to Massachusetts with all the dogs and with yeah. uh, with Zoe. Mom came. Yep. We're all together in one big Airbnb. And Zoe started really getting interested in crumbs and would like pull on his ears. And then at some point he was just, you know, lying on the ground because that's yeah. what crumbs does. And she turned around and sat down on him. And we were like, oh, no, 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 no. But he was he seemed to like it. I know. They have like a special connection. It's very sweet. It's happened since then. Like she yeah. just like likes sitting on his bed by him. She's getting too or, big for it. Now, now. she doesn't yeah. sit on him, but she'll sit on his bed. Yeah. She just like pets him a lot. It's so sweet. Zoe loves, we call him her Uncle Crumbs. I know. <laughs> she loves him. Uncle Crumbs loves it, her. It's incredibly sweet. And then Buffy is my other dog and pretty simple standard adoption story. We wanted to get a second dog when we moved into the house that we live in with Will and my mom. We, uh, Ryan, my husband, and I live in a split level where uh, Will and my mom lives on the first floor and Ryan and I live on the second floor and it has a backyard, which is fenced in, which is amazing. And one of the reasons we wanted to move into a house with a yard was so we could get a second dog for crumbs to, you know, theoretically be a little more active with a second dog. That didn't pan out, but fine. And um, and so we got back in touch with the same rescue that we got Molly and crumbs from. And um, Buffy is also from Georgia. 
And she is a sweetie heart. She is uh, part Great Dane. <laughs> She's mostly Great Dane and Pitbull. Yeah. And then a bunch of, uh, and then like Lab and a bunch of other things, but she's like medium sized. She's like about the size of Molly, like a little bit larger. Oh, she's bigger than Molly. Yeah. yeah. I have never seen a dog more <laughs> eager to please yeah. than Buffy. It's pathological it is it is like yeah yeah we got her when she was four months old a different form of illness from crumbs yeah (laughs) yeah 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 she kisses everyone eight million times crumbs and molly on the mouth all the time just molly has a decent amount of patience for molly's so good with her um but it's a lot buffy like crosses in front of molly to basically be like you're paying attention to me right yeah 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 it's a lot it's a lot but we love her she's wonderful she also she does the great dean thing of leaning which i didn't know was a thing until this they like to lean on you which is kind of like their hug i know and she's always leaning i love it incredibly sweet yeah she's very sweet okay Switching those gears yeah this is from sharon mary they ask would you rather see a ghost or an alien ghost ghost because i feel like we almost have basic confirmation that there's something else going on out there i don't know if it's like an alien like a gray alien Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's from another planet i I don't know what's going on but i feel like that itch is somewhat scratched for me just by knowing that (laughs) like the government's being like we don't know what those are kind of (laughs) kind of i'm also not as interested in them yeah i'm not as interested and it and it is so much more disruptive of the world if there are aliens. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, scary. Yeah, I don't want to see what happens when we figure out that there's something else out there. Right. Um, right. But ghosts, mm-hmm. I would just be like, we've been talking about it you. It happened. I've been wanting yes. this to happen. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So ghosts. Wouldn't it be a bummer though if you meet a ghost and it's just like, I'm the only one. If I, I, I didn't believe in ghosts when I was alive. I seem to be the only one. Right. Nobody else is here. Nobody else is here. I don't know. But then it's simply ghost. Ghost. Yeah. You're the one. Then. I believe in ghost. Yeah, exactly. No. All right. So this is from Devin Laval. They ask, uh, what's the favorite place that you visited? New Orleans. New Orleans in January. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't super hot, which is my understanding that it can be very hot. Yeah. We didn't have to contend with frightening weather. Yeah, that's nice. But I loved it. Mine is Charleston, North Carolina, South Carolina. Hmm. <laughs> the jury's out. Hmm? We may never know. No, there's no way to find out. But um, I really, really like Charleston. Okay. One- Charleston Shoe? <laughs> yes. South Carolina. Okay, South Carolina. Um, I just think it's a beautiful, really cool old town. Hmm. Really super enjoy it. Ryan and I have been twice. Yeah, I remember you really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, did I like London? Yeah, I did. I really liked London. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'd like to go to London someday. It was fun. Okay, this is from Thomas. And Will, this one is for you. Oh. Um, what are some of your favorite kids horror books slash shows? My son is just a little older than Zoe and his favorite holiday is Halloween and loves everything spooky. Just wanted to know what your thoughts are as a scare loving dad. Oh, okay. Interesting. Zoe does like spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got a real kick out of Halloween, likes skeletons, likes ghosts. Yeah. I don't know if she can associate them as something that's supposed to scare you. Right. Yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, she just likes them. She just likes them. Um, lately, we've been reading a book called A Dark, Dark Place, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is a fairly classic kids book. Like, there was a dark, dark more in the dark, dark more. There was a dark, dark house in the dark, dark house. There was a dark, dark blah, 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 blah. Uh, and she asks for that constantly. 
recently, I think maybe even last episode, I mentioned a book called The Dark. Yeah. And I mistakenly said that it was Neil Gaiman. Right. I'm wrong. It was Lemony Snicket. Mm -hmm. But she's really into that book. Um, Golden Books, who you might know from doing like classic kids books like The Pokey Little Puppy. Yeah, I love that book. They adapt a lot of pop culture stuff these days. So they did the Ghostbusters movies. Mm-hmm. I think they did Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah. But Zoe got a kick out of those That's as fun. well as Universal Monsters. Yep. Um, Where the Wild Things Are, she's a big fan of. Yep. But then in terms of stuff that she watches, I don't think that we've shown her anything that's... Well, what about those Hazy Dell books? Hazy Dell Press. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. Loves. There's an entire uh, 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 label um, that does monster mm-hmm. books. I've actually been after them to see if they'll become a sponsor because yeah. I want to like sing their praises so much. The books are so cute. They, they are... And she loves them. Wonderful. I cannot recommend them highly enough. They have the monster ABCs. I've mm-hmm. actually looked at that as like potential fodder for doing a show. Mm-hmm. There are a couple monsters in there that I was not familiar <laughs> yeah, right. with. Um, uh, you know, uh, little um, um, morality plays that, you know, involve the Krampus mm-hmm. and the Loch Ness monster and stuff. It, it is wonderful. And it seems to be all that Hazy Dell Press does, yeah. which speaks to me. Yeah. Um, so highly, highly, highly recommend. Cool. Um, but yeah, was it, you were about to say something about movies and I interrupted you. I, I don't think that we've shown her anything scary. I don't, okay. I don't think we've done that yet. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, she did see Nightmare Before Christmas. She saw mm-hmm. the first, she saw a good, a good chunk. She saw a good chunk of that and she seemed to yeah. really enjoy it. Yeah. There was a point at which we decided to turn it off. Yeah. Maybe it was Oogie Boogie. We didn't want her to see that. Yes, I think that's right. Him, him like menacing Santa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think would have been a bridge too far. Yeah. Yeah. I think when people started like poking at Santa, mom was like, Maybe we should turn this off. And we were like, yeah, because it's it's, it's, tech, it's violence. I don't want to see right. somebody putting their hands on someone right. else. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, yeah. 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 Cool. All right. So I think we are going to go out with some lightning round questions oh, from Meg. Love a lightning round. Okay. Yeah. All right. William, here we go. Do you have any pet peeves? If so, what are they? Um, I don't like uh, people who take too long to do things. Mm. Um, uh, you got to get your order in at a restaurant. Yeah. Um, you've got to pay attention when you're on the road and you're driving your car. I'm not so impatient that I'll, I'll flip out, right. but I am watching everything that you do in public <laughs> and you could be doing it faster. I don't know what's going on at the self-checkout, everybody. Mm-hmm. You got to oh. tighten it up. That's me. Krista, you got to figure it out. I'm having a hard time. These things aren't new anymore. William, they're not new anymore. In a saw trap, oh. talking to a new person. I'm exaggerating, actually. I'm not that bad at the self checkout. Now not, I'm playing into my character. I'm not so, I'm not super type A where I'm going to be like, get out of the way. No. But like when I'm in New York, I know exactly where I'm going and I don't look around, right? Yeah. When I'm at the self checkout, boop, 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 boop. I'm done and I'm out of there. Yeah. Tighten it up, dude. Let's get going. Tighten it up. You. All right. Mine is, I've mentioned it on the show, I believe, before. I don't like it when people are trying to figure out what age they were when something happened while they're telling a story. (laughs) (laughs) When they're like... (laughs) This is is a perfect thing for a pet peeve because it's so specific (laughs) to the point of stupidity. When somebody's like, so I think I was 23. No, I was 22. No, wait. Mm, Maybe I was 23. And I'm like... This has no relevance right. to the story you're telling me, except in your own brain. Yeah. Get on with it. I've got another one. Oh, what? When you're at a restaurant and you've all read the menu and somebody turns to you and they go, what are you going to get? Uh-huh. I, always, I have a voice in the back of my head that goes, you know what? I'll tell the server. <laughs> you know what? 
You'll you don't, find out. You don't need to know. Why but are what we if gonna, it's for inspiration? We're going to waste conversation on this. <laughs> what does it matter to you? I think I ask that sometimes. Maybe it'll tip me over. Maybe I'm undecided. Tighten it up again. Yeah, no, I up. hear you. I, I hear you. You're going to find out. Spoiler you're alert. Right. You you're will right. know. And one more pet peeve. Whenever somebody asks for something by giving extraneous detail, being like, it's oh, my cousin's I mean... birthday. So I'm trying to get balloons. It's just, We're trying to make sure he has a nice day. I'm like, I, I, <clears throat> none of that's needed here. None of the window dressing is needed. Right to the point. <laughs> that is something you and I have talked about a lot. Right to the point. Uh, and ditto. Holy guacamole. <laughs> yeah. I think it was uh, Derek from Mega64. He was One of his pet peeves was people ordering it being too complicated where they're like uh-huh. i'll have the cheeseburger but like a little bit of lettuce and i only want like three strips of bacon yeah and he's like when i he this was the phrase that i always come back to he goes when i order at a restaurant bam it's like a shotgun right into your notebook <laughs> it's just like i want a cheeseburger well done with honey mustard like yeah boom no screwing that up right you gotta get rid of the window dressing everybody mean potatoes what's the point leave yeah. the rest out of it See, this is why I like online ordering and the customization option. Yeah. I will never say that out loud to a person. Unless it's something very simple where it's just like, I wouldn't do this, but uh, can you take the bacon out? Perhaps that. It's fine to make a modification. Just don't bandy about and take these languid... Don't take a jug handle to get <laughs> to know. what you want. This with that, with that, with that, with that. Oh, no, but when I'm, when I'm placing a Panera order, I'm hitting that customized thing. I am all over the... <laughs> board doing whatever i want you look like you're an operator in the matrix (laughs) or those people in minority report where they're just like swishing all over a screen (laughs) that's me customizing a bacon turkey bravo uh okay so okay second okay here we go is there a job you'd never do never do yeah is there a job i would never do oh my god i i i don't know i don't think that i could uh uh work with pets mm-hmm. i don't think i could work in like a pet store or in a vet's office or something yeah for pure heartbreak reasons yeah also qualifications <laughs> it's occurring to sure. me <laughs> but uh yeah I, as much as like i think that that's like a noble thing to do or like fostering, definitely fostering as we were just talking about how somebody does at, at al's work like mm-hmm. I, I boy do i respect that but man could i not i, yeah. I don't think i could endure it I actually think I – maybe, maybe. I think I could see myself fostering somewhere down the line. Yeah. Crumbs is too much of a grump to bring any other animals into the equation right now. But not like a ton of animal foster like that sort of thing. But like, you know, for a weekend or something. I, yeah. I think I could see myself possibly doing hmm. that. Okay. All right. Um, a job Noble. I – yeah. Uh, a job I would never do, something outdoors. Oh, yeah, that's um, a good one. Because once that summer comes, too hot. I know. Become a raisin. Yeah, not good. Raisin in the sun. Um, actually, opposite. I wouldn't become a raisin. I'd become a big cherry, a big apple, <laughs> all red and round and bloaty. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, what is your favorite thing about each other? Uh, sense of humor. Um, uh, positivity, despite really going through it a lot, yeah. which I relate to intensely. <laughs> um, uh, and the fact that uh, if we're around each other, just everything is hilarious, no matter the hardship. Yeah. That's probably the one. Yeah. We can, we, and we have gone through horrific things mm-hmm. where we have like thrived. Yeah, I know. Because we, we sort of dial each other up. Yeah. Or, or share the trauma. Mm hmm. Yep. Funny. Reliable, good time, no matter what. Thank you. Wonderful. Love it. Uh, How did you meet your significant significant other? Uh, On stage, high school play, 
uh, clocked her from across the group, um, uh, and then somebody mentioned a Dutch oven, and I laughed, and nobody else did. <laughs> That's how you met Allie, the Dutch oven part? <laughs> it's part of it. I think it, I think it's pretty reflective. She was not amused by it. I was. <laughs> um, okay, Cupid for me. Okay. Yeah. But what what was it about uh, his profile? Yeah, I reached out to him. Okay. Oh, okay. I did. Um, what was it? He was cute, and oh, one of his pictures was taken right by or on the bridge between Highland Park and New Brunswick, oh. which was right where I lived at that point because I was yeah. living by myself in an apartment building right there, and I was like, oh, he lives in the area. I don't know, but I also- proximity is big for me. No, I guess I liked whatever he written in his cool. profile. He yeah. seemed like nice and like positive and whatever. Like you didn't like save it to like occasionally read it. No, no, hmm. no. I have. It's probably like lost to time. It yeah. better be. I wonder what. You, I wonder. Do you think it's embarrassing? Like yours? I don't know. To like look back at, or do you think it would like age well? I don't know. It's been a long time. I know it has been a long time. It, it's been I I guess like twelve years yeah. or something. Um, I feel like it wasn't that crazy i don't remember it being like too gimme he seemed normal you know what i mean like a lot of guys like on i mean it's so long ago like it'd be like a dating site not an app or whatever yeah. so it was more detailed than i think they are now and like a lot of guys would have like a little like um i don't know like lines or like kind of like gimmicky like oh, funny flashy things i remember looking at quite a few where we were like oh, oh yeah oh, and he a- just seemed like normal and nice yeah that's huge yeah um okay so last question what did you do growing up that got you into the most trouble oh boy uh when i was a kid i told mom that a monkey could cut my hair better <laughs> you did get in big trouble for that. i remember i got in big trouble for that <laughs> the one that stung the most though was uh we went to the um dry cleaners uh-huh and there was like a bubble gum machine and i asked mom for a quarter for it and she said no but then i noticed there was one of those like stick a quarter in this thing to donate <gasps> to a kid william and i said can i have a quarter for that and she gave it to me and i got the bubble gum <gasps> and i i don't think i've ever felt Terrible. worse i don't think i've ever felt worse about myself no, it's, you were, no i've definitely felt worse about myself but yeah. i remember at that age at that point i had never felt worse about myself yeah yeah um for me grades a constant grades. throughout my entire school career grades always a big problem always getting in trouble oh, about skipping it school I, I, i'm a college dropout yeah yeah that, uh, that's the big one but i wasn't oh, yeah. a kid i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um fun one is that you and I were in the back seat one time by the Danbury Mall. We were fighting. There was a pillow back there for some reason. I threw the pillow at you. You ducked. And the pillow out the, went out the window. Oh, I was really? Pissed. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, that, that, that comment, a monkey could cut my hair better. I remember firing that at her and her having to be like, William. And like... <laughs> As an adult, yeah, even even pre Zoe, I had already clocked this as like you. She must have almost been about to laugh, totally, because it's so <laughs> unexpected and funny. But <laughs> the kid intended to insult you, so you have to right. reprimand them. Right? Ha- you can't just be like, "That was very funny." Oh, that's you know what I mean? so funny. But like, yeah, that was that was a big <laughs> insult. I definitely have a thing like that. We were. It's not like I got in trouble. We were fighting, and I said something so nuts, and I think she was just like. Okay, so I wanted to start shaving my legs. I don't know how old I was or whatever. And she was like, you don't need to shave your legs yet. Like, it's just going to start this, like, cycle where you feel like you always have to. And I, like, really wanted to because it would make me more grown up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And at some point I was like, you know, why can't I or something? She's like, because I'm your mother. 
And she and I went, why don't you stop being my mother and start being my friend? And she was like, ugh, okay. And she ended up getting me a razor because I think she was just like, who needs this fight? You make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> she just gave in. She was like, this is, that is so stupid. And I have to like, get away from you now. Right. And this is her problem, frankly, if I'm, she's going to start the cycle. So. Oh, no, I'm raising a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it so well. She just like didn't say anything. She's yeah. like. She'd probably like, okay. I also remember at the dinner table you singing uh, about our dad, Richard. You went, Mm -hmm. I love my daddy. His name's Dick. I love my daddy. He's not a prick. Kristen! Like, yeah. It was like immediate. It was <laughs> yeah. swift. You didn't know what it meant. It no. maybe meant jerk. Yeah, totally. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I remember, right. I remember being at the table and being like, oh, no, no. Something's <laughs> happening. <It's> something bad. <laughs> like duck and hide. Yeah. All right, everybody. Those All right, are some I mean, questions and, and, and a whole lot of answers. We have a ton more. We have so many more. Yes. Thank you so much. And by the way, feel free to keep them coming. You can email us at gttupod at gmail.com and we will certainly do this again yes i love it yeah it's so fun it's fun to talk about demons but we're talking about ourselves oh yeah i could do this all day oh this feels good like you know like captain america when he's like i could do this all day and yeah. it's like a story of like bravery this is like <laughs> i could do this all day like <laughs> put my hands behind my head and just relax yep i could do this all day just chilling out like i'm next to that sick toilet and saw yeah Yep. Um, all right, everybody. All right. Patreon.com slash GTTU pod if you uh, are so inclined and are mm-hmm. of a mind to. Um, we would also greatly appreciate if you would uh, leave a review for us yes, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. One of the biggest things you can do is spread the word. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends about it if you had a good time here today. Uh, let people know. Maybe they would have some fun too. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, everybody. At GTTU pod on all social media. Us as well. Yep, I'm at Chillin' Kristen. At The Myth Traveler. I just dropped a new story. Yeah. I decided I'm in control of my own destiny. I was putting it behind a paywall and I said, screw it, enough. Mm-hmm. Release it. Uh, grandma. Release the hounds. Grandma's here to kill you. Yeah. She's doing it in a very unusual way. That's Go check right. it out. TheMythTraveler.com, everybody, with suggestions from Brittany and JD. Awesome. There's a little improvised story on a stream, which is fun. Super cool. All right, everybody. We'll see you in the next show. Until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld go we. <sighs> I don't want to stop. I know. It was fun. It was fun.